0: Hello and welcome to that film, Stew. I'm Luke, and I'm Jason. In this episode, we've got another movie review, and this time we're looking at Godzilla vs Kong. Directed by Adam Wingard, Godzilla vs Kong is the sequel to Godzilla:
1: King of the Monsters from 2019 and Kong: Skull Island from 2017, with it being the fourth entry in Legendary's MonsterVerse. The movie is out now, but if you haven't watched Godzilla vs. Kong yet and you want to, go watch it first before
0: listening to our full review. We will be talking spoilers. The film is the 36th Godzilla film, the 12th King Kong film, and the 4th Godzilla film to be completely produced by a Hollywood studio. To pad the film out with human characters, Godzilla vs. Kong features Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Rebecca Hall, and Brian Tyree. Jason, you have the plot. Kong and his protectors undertake a perilous
1: journey to find his true home and with them is Jaya, a young orphan girl with whom he has formed a unique and powerful bond, but they unexpectedly find themselves in the path of an enraged Godzilla causing destruction across the globe. The epic clash between the two Titans instigated by an unseen force is only the beginning of the mystery that lies deep within the core
0: of the Earth. This is it, twenty twenty one. A big movie on the big screen. exciting! Very exciting. Our last review, Chaos Walking. That was alright. All all like that, that was alright. That was alright. That was, was alright. Nice. Right. But this is it. There though. was some special like,
1: effects in that movie. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was yeah. All right. We actually haven't talked about the um, the monsterverse. These these recent. I say recent. When was Godzilla? Like two thousand fifteen. It's been yeah, it's a while. journey. But we haven't, really, we haven't done a podcast on any of these um, movies. Should we quickly just go through just our quick thoughts on each movie just so everyone's caught up and knows where we are sort of going into,
0: into this? That is a good idea. Okay. I have seen Godzilla twice, first time on the big screen. Kong Skull Island twice, first time on the big screen. Godzilla Gods and Monsters. Is that the name? Uh, King of the Monsters. Okay, yeah, that's my point. Then I've seen that one. <laughs> that one was really, really forgettable. Out of the three, Skull Island is the one that I really enjoyed. For the most part, I thought the first Godzilla was pretty good. The it was Gareth Edwards, wasn't it, directing that one? Yeah, yeah. That was alright. That was okay. But my my excitement for going into this movie was based on my enjoyment for Kong Skull Island. If this was just another Godzilla movie, it might not be a review. What about yeah. you?
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I've watched the, the first Godzilla one uh, a handful of times. I think Kong Skull Island a handful of times as well. Uh, King of the Monsters... I had my second viewing just before before watching Godzilla versus Kong. Um, I really, I, I do like that first Godzilla film. The first like 20, 30 minutes of it with Brian Cranston's character still in existence. Um, is, I think he's pretty epic. And then it kind of just becomes like a, you know, a, a bit of a monster flick. But, you know, done pretty well. Lots of suspense, all that kind of stuff. I've gone back and forth with Kong Skull Island. Like, I liked it initially actually and then on one viewing i was like this movie is really stupid and uh not really working and then revisiting it again before watching this new film i was like i'm back on board i enjoyed it it was it was good fun and then watching king of the monsters like yourself i'm like it is the weakest of of the of the three i guess we're just talking about the first three um but you know what like there's cool monster fights You know, all that's pretty fun. The characters are pretty lame, but, you know, it's there's enough there that it's like, okay, it's a coherent story enough that makes sense and the fights are cool. All right, the color scheme in all the different shots kind of annoys me, but that's okay. Everything's blue, then everything's yellow and everything's red. Uh, That's one thing I picked up and I didn't. But anyway, either way, Godzilla, Kong, I'm happy to sit down pay my pay my admission price and uh watch these two giant beasts biff on i mean even if my going into into this film my expectations like if if anything as long as we got really cool fights um you know who cares what the characters are doing as long as we get to some action and it's cool and the two the big blizzard and the big monkey biff on and it's you know
0: that's all I want. It's like, yeah, I'm, I was down for it. Well, you get it. It happens a lot in in this movie. I know you didn't happen re-watch. a does it
1: does it does it happen a lot? Oh,
0: does it a lot. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's two parts in, in and out. In and out. One at the beginning, big one at the end. Kong's got an axe. I'm sure we'll get to get to all that. But I I I didn't do a full rewatch. Of those first three movies, like you did, and I did plan on doing so. I was just looking at the runtime, I remembered them well enough. I didn't want to watch that second Godzilla film again, but even before that, I don't know why I did it, and it's not related to the Monsterverse at all. But I went back and rewatched the, the Emmerich Godzilla film. <laughs> sure, that's awful. Oh, a pleasure, awful. man. I've said it before, I'll say it again. Guilty pleasure, man. Oh, man. And, and way too long. I'll say this. It is, it is way... Yeah, it's way like too you long.
1: get to the end of Madison Square Garden and it's like, man, there's still like 45 minutes left.
0: The like, bit where... The baby,
1: baby Godzillas are like done yeah. and there's still 45 minutes left in the movie. I was like, oh my God.
0: The bit where you had Godzilla, the skyscrapers, the helicopters, pretty good. Quite enjoyed that. Anyway, that's an old movie. <laughs> Let's talk about let's talk about the, the so, new so going movie. all the way back to
1: 1960 <laughs> Should we talk about the the King Kong
0: 1930s movie? <laughs> yeah, well, what about Peter I, Jackson's King Kong? Should we? <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going back to the 30s, that King Kong isn't too big that it could climb the Empire State Building. This Kong, not a chance. He's step on it. Way way too big. The <laughs> yeah the Peter Jackson one. I watched that at the cinema. I've only seen that once. Can we stop talking about other movies now? Let's talk about. We should talk about this Versus Kong. This is the main event.
1: Yeah, this is supposed to be a um, like the combination of, of these movies. Prior, I mean, that's why I think we, it was important to to address them. But I mean, like when this movie kicks off, it pretty much just undoes everything that came before. You know, like the previous movie was literally about all these other monsters. And in the opening credits, it's like they're all dead. Every single one of them. And the last two remaining are Godzilla and and, and Kong. For some reason. For some reason. That, that's it. And that's, I guess that's where everything kicks off. You've just got the two of them. The movie needed to present some sort of convoluted plot to get them to to biff on, on the big, wide cinema screen. And they made an attempt to do that.
0: There's a lot of action were isn't there? Not necessarily with with just Godzilla and Kong. There is other monsters in there, because you find out that monsters have been detained. There's probably no surprise anymore that there's an evil scientist in this movie. (laughs) An, An evil rich person that's driving things, and the scientists... There's human characters. We could talk about some of the human characters. They're in here. If anything, just to get them out of the way so we can talk about the big fire. My <laughs> second Godzilla film, that's the one that introduced Millie Bobby Brown, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So you got a you've got her, you've got her dad and her mum, who was played by um, what's her name? From the conjuring Vera Flamingo. Vera Fuminga, that's the one. Yeah. So she died at the end of just to, just to catch up. She died at the end of that that second godzilla movie did we give a spoiler warning
0: for those movies probably where it's implied we at this point isn't it if you've yeah. watched this movie yeah dad you mentioned him already Carl chandler yeah not related but he was in that king kong film the peter jackson one. yeah that's kind of weird isn't it like he was like the movie star or something wasn't that's he it. in that but not related yeah, so that's weird. But, but this is his second kong movie yeah but technically Fine. he was in Fine, a Godzilla movie wasn't he he was introduced in a Godzilla movie so it wasn't was it all, oh, I don't know he uh, yeah. he ended up in a Kong movie ended up in a Kong <laughs> movie <laughs> of Godzilla
1: <laughs> i mean that's bizarre but that happened and look he's to be honest his character is here uh, of hardly like a cameo status He's there to say a few things about, I, uh, daughter, where are you? Oh, no, that's it. He and he's doing to, something yeah. and that's his role. That's it. His that's sole done. purpose is to be her dad. That's really Bobby it. Brown, but she's got yeah. a bit of an adventure. She's like some sort of like detective sleuth thing. No, that's a different movie. She's like some sort of, uh, what is she? Like uncovering secrets kind of go-getter, teaming up with that Tyrese guy.
0: Yeah, he was entertaining. I
1: do, I do Brian, like Tyree him. Henry. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I do like him. And he, and I've I liked mean, him he and had a him. he had an interesting sort of character that was kind of he was you know he was some con- like conspiracy podcaster um, with a few little you know uniquenesses to his personality. I liked him, and we like, and then along, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fans, we're fans, and with them a little trio. You've got um, Julian Dennison. You know him as the the, the kid from. Deadpool two,
0: or the, the Kiwi guy, uh, the Kiwi kid from the Hunt, hunt of the, for the wilder wilder people. people. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I didn't know too much about this movie going in. Like the, the trailers, the TV spots are around, but I wasn't playing. I wasn't paying too much attention to them. I had no idea that Julian Dennison was in this film. And I've got to be honest, out of the human characters, his character Josh was actually okay. <laughs> and you know, you could I enjoyed him recognizing how ridiculous everything was because this movie is ridiculous and these monster movies always are but he was the one that was able to recognize that this world we live in is bonkers
1: i think if it was if the movie was just these three i think i would have enjoyed things a lot more like if it was just them and it was just like Oh, Godzilla's acting up and doing stuff. But, you know, with Millie Bobby Brown's history, she's like her character's history, I should say, you know, she's like, well, look, something's not quite right. And then they kind of invest in it and get into it. And then they get caught up in this in this chaos. And then it's like, you know, the father has a bit more of a role to play because it's like, oh, my God, my daughter's in danger again. Like, let's do what I can to help her, which has just been a lot more simpler, easier. And then yeah, a it, lot yeah. more time would have been. Okay, now let's experience the fight against the dinosaur and the monkey.
0: It was never it was never gonna be simple. It was never gonna be straightforward. So basically, what you've got, you've got Godzilla and his little girl character sidekick, the Millie Bobby Brown character. So that's yeah. all good and well coming from those Godzilla films, but a new character to this but the equivalent for Kong, we've got Gia, played by Kaylee Hottle, who, from start to finish in this movie, with no lines of dialogue for obvious reasons, is phenomenal. So when oh, the best actress. The best actress in the movie. <laughs> and a kid sidekick. And then another big monster and a kid sidekick. Yeah, there's no competition. Yeah. I was genuinely enjoying... Time with Jia, and you've got Rebecca Hall playing her what, like, her adoptive mother. I was enjoying that a lot more. And again, Kong Skull Island really enjoyed that film. Mm. So when I'm spending time with those elements, I'm enjoying it more. Yeah, yeah. With
1: with like, I agree. Like with the with G, with the Jia character, it, it allowed obviously the interaction with Kong, and with Kong being able to express a lot more than um, I guess what this design and the cgi allowed for godzilla being this big lizard thing it's like kong is the better actor of the two monsters you you get more character expressive and And then there's a lot more you know millie bobby brown isn't exactly interacting with godzilla like no true you know you know they're not touching fingers and you know like she's not riding him and being like woo let's go like gia and kong are you know, like they're they're hanging out, you know. Like I almost expected her to him to pick Gia up and put her on his shoulders and be like, Well, let's go. And
0: then throw it out. Yeah,
1: I agree know. with that. But
0: you, <laughs> but you get my comparison stuff. That that. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, definitely. But because that's happening, that's an example of this movie being very crowded and a lot going on. What we should probably talk about Alexander Skarsgard as Dr. Nathan Lind. I thought he was pretty good, like fine. Like I, th- I enjoyed the character, and I do like Skarsgård. But he doesn't often do this kind of character. He's a bit aloof. He's not necessarily the heroic type. Like no, you know, like recent times we've had him in the stand. Years back, we've got him in True Blood. Yeah, he doesn't play the quirky aloof character, and I thought he played it pretty well. There's that gag where he thinks that. G is signing coward and then later on they bring it full circle and he's, and they use that and they fun with Yeah, it, cute little weird. moment there, yeah But it's a moment where he's actually being heroic and he signs coward I think like that I think overall like the the like, I guess like the performances that put
1: like the characters themselves um, and I guess some of the traits and stuff that they're sort of given and doing, you know, to, to to exert, let's they're fine, like they're like okay. No, there are characters that I can buy, and you know they seem really stick enough. It's just the whole plot and storyline the characters are involved in that just made this movie for me just just fall apart. Like it just went like the everything that Alexander Skarsgård's characters doing with Kong, um, and all like that whole the whole Kong story with finding like the. The hollow Earth kind of thing, and getting into their little spaceship things and flying into the center of the Earth and going through a portal and then going to some sort of weird dimension thing in the center of the Earth that has no sunlight, but everything's all lit up <laughs> um, and the you know the the the, yeah. the sky is the ground and the ground is the uh, sky all upside down. floating this giant c g i ape is floating yeah. with these other rocks i'm just literally sitting there, and i 'm like. Um, I couldn't do it. I couldn't comprehend it. It was like every, you know, like the three movies that we had watched prior, whether you liked them or not, or whether you thought they were ridiculous or silly, there was still a sense of things being grounded. It was the real world with these giant monsters, Titans, whatever you want to call them, coming out like from this hidden place and coming up and existing and interacting with the world, and you know, there's a there's a mythic thing to them, and it's all very cool. This movie was like, okay, all the monsters came from this dimension that's in the center of the planet, and we went there, and it's, I, I was just like, this is this is effed up. Like, I was, and I couldn't buy it. It destroyed the movie for
0: me. Okay, well, the mystery's gone. Like, we know exactly where they came from. Kong is a king there. <laughs> you know, they don't call him King Kong, but you know, he's a king there, and. Oh, they referred to him as a king enough times. Like Kong is king.
1: Yeah, but just say saying, King Kong. Damn not saying, it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, they don't say King Kong. Oh, but I didn't know they were going to do that. I didn't know they were going to reveal exactly where the monsters came from. And I, and like you, I would have preferred it if they didn't. Why well, couldn't Kong have outside. just
1: come from Skull Island and that oh, island man. just happened yeah. to have a bunch of exotic creatures on it? But and Godzilla's of, been hiding in the ocean like why what's the
0: mystery they just exist but outside of I that was... reveal what happens in this movie i could have i feel like i could have given a a fairly close blow by blow take on what this movie was going to be before watching it I feel like we could have done this review last week. Besides, without, yeah, be, without seeing the movie, and I would. Besides said, the
1: weird, weird dimension thing and origin. Yeah, that's of all the, the, the thing monsters, that I wouldn't
0: have seen coming. But we I said
1: we knew that Kong and Godzilla yeah. were going to be thrown together at some point. They were going to fight, and Mechagodzilla was going to rock up, and
0: they were going to team up and fight the giant robot. It was dinosaur. always, <laughs> it was always going to happen. But do you know what? Because I've been staying away from pretty much everything. I didn't actually know Mechagodzilla was in this movie. Me neither, me neither. Which was, <laughs> which was a nice reveal. So we were both saying that. It was very yeah. predictable. But I, I knew there was, was going to be, be some
1: movie. bigger threat.
0: I didn't of, think well, it we always it knew, knew like, that. I mean, of it's course. Batman v Superman. Like, it's... You know, it's two good guys. In this instance, sometimes misunderstood, <laughs> good guys. And there's going to be a common threat. And they're going to help each other out. And I am not kidding... When Godzilla is getting knocked down by Mecha Godzilla and then Kong comes back, I shit you not. Because of what we've got so far in this movie, you know the bit in Predator where Arnie and Carl Weathers like shake hands and he does a couple of Yeah, and it like, I so honestly thought. <laughs> Like I'm not even, I thought, that's what was going to happen. <laughs> I thought Kong was going to reach down, take all of Godzilla, and we. Because I mean, tonally, it wouldn't have been out of place with what we've seen so far. But they do come together, and it was it was good seeing them come together. But it's bloody man, isn't it? Causing all the problems. <laughs> yeah, with Mecha, Of course, Godzilla. I,
1: I mean, I, I like the setup that because of this human. Like thing that was happening, this you know, like this mad scientist is was basically creating this robotic, man-made titan that Godzilla was getting all like, you know, antsy and, and being like, "Holy shit, no, this is I'm stressing out." And he was lashing out because of that, and he was attacking you know, like laboratories and facilities that was involved in creating Mega Godzilla. I like how that set Godzilla up to be viewed as a bit of a villain. Yeah. For like the that the works. world. And I was like, okay, cool. And then the solution being like, okay, how about Kong we get Kong to come and fight him? I mean, that would have been that would have made more sense if they were just like, yeah. oh Godzilla's running rampant. Kong's the only remaining titan. Let's get him to to come and they can they can be fun and it'll be awesome. People will pay money to watch it. But instead it's a it's it's a, a plot about oh, we need Kong to try and find this Hollow Earth thing to try and get this, like, energy source to power the Godzilla And it's just like, what
0: the yeah, freaking hell it's really, are we watching? It's really elaborate. But it was all like, about... Was this written by a 10-year-old? <laughs> I it was all <laughs> about bringing these characters together and making them feel part of that, that shared universe. And another way of doing that, I guess, visually, was to have the blue power... That Godzilla has inside of him, and it's on on his back. That's also the same power that is absorbed or used by Kong's axe. So visually, you've got two characters that are <laughs> lighting up blue, like uniforms. Okay, here come the here come the monsters. I I don't know. Like, I I <laughs> enjoyed enjoy the spectacle of this movie and and seeing something big and flashy I mean, on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah, like I like I like the fact
1: that you know the dinosaur and the monkey fought. We got we got two fights. We got the we got the one on sea basically with like the aircraft carriers and stuff. Yeah, and I liked how Godzilla had the upper hand in that fight because I was like, you know, he's water based and exactly it makes yeah. sense. And got, you know, Kong's a bit, you know, like uh, he has to stand on these platforms essentially to, to stay afloat. Um, you know, he, he doesn't really do well in you know the ocean. That made sense. Then later on when they're in Hong Kong and they're biffing on again, once again Godzilla still has the upper hand. Well at least it seemed that way anyway. I was like, Kong well I mean Kong pretty much gets beaten. I was like, I reckon Kong should have been given the upper hand in that in that instance. Just because they're on land, I f I don't know. It was
0: interesting that they actually gave us a winner. Yeah, like Godzilla, hands down. Yeah, but the it's, that was that was, okay, that was quite surprising. The origin of where <laughs> they came from and the fact that they... One of them was a winner. It was generally... generally well, to that. Batman v Superman. Batman won, didn't he? We, I mean, I know I, I started it. I brought up <laughs> Batman and Superman. Well, <laughs> Batman's never going to win against Superman, but we don't need to get into But it. I think not care oh, about Kryptonite indeed. and he hit him over the head with a sink. All of the, <laughs> that. And then people will... We'll say, well, their reason for Batman winning is because he's Batman and he's got a (laughs) continuous plan for everything. You know, we're doing that thing that we sometimes do with Adam Sandler films where (laughs) we will start talking about other Adam Sandler films and not the one we're here to review. So here we are reviewing Godzilla vs. Kong and we're talking about Batman and Superman. I want to just talk about the music. Absolutely Loved the music in this very fitting uh, composer Junkie XL. You'd know him from Batman v Superman. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's the composer on Zack Snyder's Justice League, also known as the Snyder Cup. So yeah, there we go. Batman and Superman.
1: I swear, it would have been amazing if, like, they're in Hong Kong, right? They're biffing on, and then suddenly Mothra appears, and it's like. <laughs> I know, I know. Mothra. Why
0: did you say Mothra? I know, that would have been cool too. (laughs) Mothra. But we've got Junkie XL. Okay. (laughs) He knocks it out of the park with this score. It's heavy, it's electro, it's heavy on the drums. Really, really enjoyed it. And this is a guy, big Godzilla fan. So before he'd even been hired, he was writing music for Godzilla just for fun. So I think... Perfect choice to get him as composer on this film, and I yeah. So I really, I really like the music. I've gone back to the score since just to sample a couple of tracks, and it's um, yeah, very fitting. Works, but the movie. I think we should probably give it a rating <laughs> <I> th- <laughs> before but we you... start talking about something else completely. I mean,
1: I gotta go say so like yeah, we have to we have to wrap it up because. I'm just gonna when I walked out when I walked out of the cinema like I was really angry like really angry I was like
0: wow that's a strong no, the,
1: the, I mean the comparisons is like when I walked out of Venom or when I walked out of Aquaman <laughs> like these were yeah, we, just these yeah. really come dumb on. movies that I'm like okay
0: you know that right. I like Aquaman lay off him yeah no 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 But I mean, the Aquaman had like, an octopus playing the drums come on
1: <laughs> Under the sea.
0: Uh am I going first with the rating? Yeah, I got mean, okay, a yeah. five. Yeah. Look,
1: for, like I get there's an audience for these. And and again, I I I felt like I was open to going into being like, I'm not expecting an intelligent movie. I'm not expecting fleshed out characters. Um but what I am expecting is a fun time. Lots of monster action. It's going to be pretty epic. Like, this is the... Is this the finale? Or is this, this is the finale, I guess, of this monster First thing. But going into, like, you know, when the movie... Sitting through this movie, I was just like this... I was like, nah, this is too dumb. The characters are, are caught up in this, in such a stupid storyline that makes zero sense. There's There's no... There's no through line to the other movies. Like, to start off with those opening scenes in that first Godzilla movie to where we end up here, I was like, it's something we're in a completely different ballpark. To me, like, there's they went too heavy in all these weird, wacky sci fi kind of elements. Why do they have like these spaceships? I was like, if not for the Millie Bobby Brown character, obviously aging only like three or four years or whatever it is. I would have thought this was set 30 years in the future or something since that last Godzilla movie. Cause I was like, there's just, there's just all this crazy technology shit that's happening. And then Mechagodzilla, I mean, it was cool, but you know what? Julian Dennison defeated the, the Mechagodzilla, not the monsters. So whatever, what a waste of time. This movie is a two out of five for me. I, I, it made me angry. And you know what? I like Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom more than this movie. Ooh, listeners of the podcast uh, also a two, also a two, <laughs> but this is a like worse, this is a worse two. Oh, I no, feel like dude. the comparisons there are just <laughs> a dumb, another dumb movie. Oh, but you but know what though? You, you that's how much this movie pissed me off. <laughs>
0: you just mentioned <laughs> Julian Dennison's character there. He spills a drink. On that's purpose? You no, know, yeah, yeah, yes on purpose. Yeah. That's how he does it. Like he's he's there supposedly for his hacker skills, which don't turn out to be much or anything more than a high school level <laughs> because he's a child. <laughs> yeah, like but he's the point being kid. Though, like Mecha Godzilla is taken down by a spill drink, which had emotional importance to the podcaster. <laughs> you know, he was, <laughs> he was he was he was only going to drink that when he'd given up on life. Yeah, because it was his, still, yeah. Still, did. so they tried to add depth to these characters that were coming in, <laughs> yeah. in and out of the movie yeah okay i i, I mean I, I agree with <laughs> with a lot of that tonally if it, interestingly tonally it's more in line with Kong's skull island and i know that yeah because movie- that one does get goofy doesn't it it does well it's very goofy start to finish it's yeah. never not goofy and that's the one i like and if for me to re-watch this movie, which, you know, I usually watch Big Blockbusters at least twice, I don't even think I'd go back and do Godzilla again. I think I might just do Skull Island and then this, and then just accept that Godzilla is a character in this movie as well. <laughs> but Kong is the character that, therefore. And we should quickly just mention the rich guy's daughter. And th- those spacecrafts that they have got, they do make a point of saying that they are um super advanced to the point where nobody even knows they exist outside of the company. So you're right, they are super sci-fi. And, you know All right. yeah. She's a bit of a bitch. And when she dies you're like, Yep, that was always gonna happen. That was always <laughs> going to happen. Right, yes. Okay. This movie, yeah. Um a little bit higher, only a little bit, it's purely for junkie XL for the score. I'm gonna come in at a i'm not that into these monster movies anyway if i'm honest but if we're looking at you know other godzilla movies king kong movies i've pretty much just seen the more recent ones and i may have seen bits of the older ones growing up but they're not movies that i usually gravitate towards so i'll watch them and if i enjoy them i enjoy them and if i don't i don't so i wasn't overly invested in this but visually, it gives a lot. There's some, you know, good action sequences. But yeah, it's. It, and you mentioned that this is like going to be the last of the MonsterVerse. I think only if it doesn't make money, and if it does, they're going to make so many more of these.
1: Well, the, all of those movies that I listed—Venom, Aquaman, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom—they all made a lot of money, and a lot they're of people. They're all, they all
0: sequels. Them. Yeah, they're all getting sequels. Yeah. And Aquaman's good. <laughs> okay, okay let me add a caveat because i rated it i think at least like a four out of five when we, oh, when so we reviewed it so but so the high. thing is i watched it again recently you know with the snyder court and you know justice league and i've been going back and re-watching all of them and yeah it doesn't hold up as much as some of the others i do still enjoy it and i like what i was doing in the role we're doing it again we're not talking about Godzilla. <laughs> we're talking about bloody oh, we've, we've, Aquaman. We've here. A- 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 Aquaman's fine. Aquaman's fine. Um, we gotta. We gotta wrap this up. <laughs> uh, trivia. We'll end on some trivia as we as we always do. You have mentioned it already. Julian Dennison. Yes, he's in Deadpool Two, but he's not the only actor that's appeared in Marvel films. We've also got Rebecca Hall. And Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. I mean, Rebecca yeah. Hall, she was in Iron Man 3. She played Maya Henson. Dennison played Fire Fist in Deadpool 2. But this one I didn't know. Tyree Henry was Jefferson Davis in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, of course, Miles' dad, the cop oh, right.
1: I, was, I was thinking, I was like, yeah, he's in somewhere I remember that, but I was like, but where was it? Where was it? Yeah, the animated one. Well, I guess that follows the trend of, I mean Godzilla had Wanda Maximoff and her brother, Pietro, as a married couple Skull um, Island had Nick Fury, had Nick Captain, Fury Marvel, Captain Marvel, Loki. Loki and John C. Riley's character from Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> I can't remember his name, but
0: what about <laughs> Godzilla 2? Anyone in that? Ah. No one's coming to mind. Have
1: been in a Marvel movie yet? No, not, not, yet. Yet. not yet. Bobby Brown is bound to show up, I'm sure.
0: We sure need to wrap it up, mate. We need to wrap it up. <laughs> well, that's yeah. it for our review of Godzilla versus Kong. Please go subscribe and download this podcast on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a review. It helps listeners just like you find the podcast.
1: We're on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as That Films You Podcast. And we also have our companion
0: shows, Rewind and Review, and Sounds Like Comics, which each have their own Facebook pages. All our episodes can be found on our website, podcast.com. If you missed It, Sounds Like Comics, recently celebrated their 100th episode with
1: Zack Snyder's Justice League. And our next review...
0: Thunder Force. Yeah, that's it was going lot. to be Mortal Kombat, <laughs> but I realised Thunder Force comes out first. So we'll check Thunder out. Thunder Force, fantastic. You've been listening to Luke and Jason, the guys from that film, Stu. See you soon.